We are back for a movie marathon with Mike and Murph. Uh, good morning, Mike. Uh, good morning, Murph. <laughs> it is good morning because uh, you were on time. I was about 20 minutes late to this. Well, so. in fairness, you were up all night drinking Crystal Skull Vodka with uh, Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd, yeah. Pretty sure that some cocaine may have been involved in that, too. <laughs> Just knowing Dan Aykroyd from about Great night. He's great. Saw some ghosts. I caught some ghosts. <laughs> Amazing. I love and it. So, uh, went to raise a cult store, bought some stuff. Ooh. So, uh, what was your initial reaction to Indiana Jones and the time traveling Nazis? <laughs> uh, that's a way better title, but I can also understand they probably would give too much away if they used that title. <laughs> uh, I don't I know. The trailer I, pretty much gave that away. I thought it was Indiana Jones at the Adventure of Lashif, but I don't know. <laughs> I put that together pretty quick watching the uh, the trailers there. Yeah, I uh that fair. That's a good point. Uh you know what? I did not mind it. I uh I stayed very I stayed very I hope they put that on the poster. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I did not mind uh, it. Week three of this thing running. I didn't mind it. It didn't offend me as much as I expected. Um <laughs> You know what? I actually thought this was better better than I was I thought going into it. Um I stayed pretty downwind of anything about reviews or anything about the plot and wanted to make sure I, I went into it as fresh as possible. And I, I feel like I did that and, and it, it wasn't, my expectations were low. It wasn't <laughs> crystal skulls bad, but it wasn't last crusade. Good. If that makes sense. Yeah. Fair. But but that's it, a, it was not, it was a good <laughs> entry. That's a wide swath of movies though, that could fit within that uh, description. I would say so it's, I, clo- it's closer to the first three for me than Crystal Skull. Interesting. interesting. Me, me, meaning, I, I, it was. I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it was a decent in, indie entry, but it. I wish there's certain things they could have done better that would have made it better for me. But yeah, but yeah. So way too long. I'll say that way yeah, too long. No, no kidding. <laughs> I took I took two kids with me to see it. So that was my other problem. Was uh. Uh, I took a three and a half year old and an almost seven year old and uh, yeah, seven's the... pretty good, but three and a half. That's a oh, long one. <laughs> yeah. Well, and my mistake was not thinking about the math of a child's bladder. Uh, uh, <laughs> a 20 minute preview time gives them plenty of time to drink Coke ices. Yeah. And so we got five minutes into the movie and they're like, I got to go to the bath. I'm like, Jesus Christ. All right, <laughs> let's go. Hurry. <laughs> So I came back to a uh, very young Harrison Ford in a noose swinging uh, in a church. That was kind of where I, I came back. Okay. Yeah. I mean, didn't uh, you missed a couple. I mean, I'm sure you could put together kind of what happened there. Uh, there's a, there's one kind of cool thing where like a bomb drops. And I like, saw that part. I did see that part. Okay, the rug okay. catches it. I kind of, I did kind of like that. That was a kind of cool. What, what, what did you in. think? What did you think of it? I, I'm sorry, um, I jumped straight. I, and I guess we should say uh, it, it'd be weird not to expect this, but like spoilers if you're. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, if you're, like, uh, I don't know what you were expecting. Like clicking on this, if you were yeah, going to get just like our spoiler-free reactions, but uh, no, no. If you are, if you don't want to have any of the plot spoiled, we just don't normally do movies that are this recent. So, well, yeah, we should. Uh, yeah, I, I was similar to you, um, and I. It's funny, I, I like Crystal Skull more than use. So I probably have this closer to Crystal Skull than like Last Crusade Raiders territory. Um, but that's probably because I like 
crystal skull more than you do so that would kind of make uh, sense fair. um yeah i i mean i've i feel i was going into this i was like oh i think there's like four different reactions i have to stuff in one i won't know until like 10 years from now of you've seen it like multiple times and kind of like seen how things played out of like things you like to be like, Oh, now that I've watched it a few times, I kind of don't like that. But then, um, but then overall I think there's like stuff that I was like, Oh, I, I like that. I, I, um, that was, that was cool or fun or uh, there's stuff that was like, I think that's like an actually bad decision they made. <laughs> and then there's things that are kind of like, I didn't care for that on the first viewing, but I don't, it's that's it's like a personal taste thing where it's not like oh that's not like a poorly done thing i would have made a different choice and it's like well seeing it again now that i know kind of where they're going what they're trying to do i'll be curious what my reaction is to some things like that of like okay i they they're trying to get to this point and they're doing it that way and okay i appreciate that that's yeah that's why this is in there or something but um but i mostly enjoyed it way too long um yeah, I took uh, four kids, um, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but a little, a little older. older. So yeah, like that. Yeah. That's, that's um, and you could tell, especially for um, I think the eight-year-old, there are parts where like she was basically just had like her hands, like her head in her hands, and was just obviously very <laughs> bored. Uh, and then like it would like pick up again and be okay. And then like the two. Um, the two boys are like nine and 10. Um, and you could really tell like they would kind of like talk to each other and get restless at yeah. times. And then other times they were like, watch it, like glued to the screen. Um, and then my daughter is 12. We're going to be 13. Um, she's in like a, a sweet spot right now. It seems where um, she liked it. She enjoyed it a good bit. And she seems to just really enjoy going to the movies and seeing movies. And so like, I think she's just at a spot where she's kind of, enjoying everything and taking it in and it hasn't um clicked in yet of oh i'm gonna criticize this for being bad <laughs> yeah she's just young enough to still still appreciate like the mad yeah, the magic seen. is still there for her to just enjoy um enjoy okay. these but yeah it, I, it's my issue with it was to me indies at its best when it's capturing what a 10 year old wants out of a movie out of the world capturing that imagination and this had too much stuff in it um i, I, I mean it, it should be it should be stuff i like but it's is what i dislike the most that's for 40 year olds yeah. it's like i don't need that in my indiana jones movie like i don't need like the pathos of a like what a 70 year old man's experiencing <laughs> i think that's the that's inherently a problem because they've got Harrison Ford because they are using him that they have to give you something, but yeah, I, I'll be honest. There are big stretches this, this, that just depress the shit out of me. <laughs> Watch yeah. <it>. yeah. <laughs> the first half I'm like, Oh, look, it's solid. He looks horrible. And he lives in a shitty apartment, in New York. Wow. This is, this is, yeah. I like, they oh, haven't, man, this like... is brutal. Everybody, everybody cool. in Indy lives in New York in a, in a shitty apartment. <laughs> it's like, all right. Yeah, it's just, it's bizarre. Like, some of those choices. And it seems like the trying to set it in New York was maybe just a mistake. Y yeah, I, I, like, 
I that agree. seems like kind of reverse engineered to get like the parade stuff or have like hippies <laughs> listening to the Beatles. Um, probably it. it yeah, you know, I, I will say that's that's the um. I really well, I'm all over the place. I really enjoyed the 1944 stuff. I thought. I know the CGI and that's a little dodgy with, with Harrison Ford's face and we can touch. I think we should specifically just spend a few minutes on that. And, and, and yeah. But um, the, all the 1969 stuff of, of, of laying the backstory of what's happened to Indy since Crystal Skulls, like, fuck, man, like, this is just sad. Like, you know, well, and we it's exactly what we talked about. Of like, I hope it's not depressing. And like, yep, that's exactly what they did. Mm-hmm. Get, give you like 20 minutes of really depressing <laughs> Yeah, stuff his, basically. Nia Jones has a drinking problem. His family's gone. Yeah, uh, he work. He works for a shitty school. It's like, great. This is not what I was. Ho- I was wanting to see. Yeah, and it's like I, don't know, I feel like they kind of fumbled the ball starting the story there, and it took a while to get back going. And once it gets back going, it's like okay, like yeah, this is more. I mean, it was what I wanted, and so I, I just have to ignore that nonsense and be like, okay, yeah, it's now we're back to like an actual Indiana Jones adventure. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of where it picked back up. I mean, I know when it once it got back onto them going to Italy or Sicily, that was, was it, yeah, it was Sicily. Uh, that that was where it really clicked back in for me. All of this, a lot of the stuff in New York and Morocco, I'm just like, I'm just not. I mean, Morocco, I didn't mind because at least it's Indiana Jones chasing after like an artifact, and it's yeah. like, okay, like I like the chase is maybe a little long and a little not. I miss the Spielberg directing when we're doing those chase scenes. <laughs> the, certainly, the efficiency. <laughs> uh, yeah. Of, well, it's just he's Spielberg's so good at establishing a geography during the action sequences where you know what's going on and where people are and what things mean. And like this was just like a lot of chaos and confusion where you kind of are just like, all right, I guess I'll see what happens at the end because <laughs> there's not like Spielberg puts so many interesting little moments into things and they had that a bit here but it all gets lost in i guess it's it's probably either um not staged right to edit it properly or it's not edited well or it's just going for a different style than the classic spielberg um yeah yeah i mean uh i so this is a uh a james um i might get the name wrong uh, is it mangold <laughs> yeah uh, he who did Ford versus Ferrari, and there's some stuff in that where I know there that especially they have to use CGI because it's, it's a period piece, and it's it's some of the cars they just didn't have. They had to physically they had, they had to do a lot. Them, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's um, which I, I get. Uh, but there's scenes in that where I'm like, okay, maybe we should maybe you should try and use some practical effects to help make some of this look a little more plausible. And that's where it in the action sequences feels like it's a lot. It's a little too much green screen. Um, yeah, and and it's I forget. too long, so you just spend too much time looking at, well, this doesn't feel that real. Yeah, I forget um, where I saw it, but someone described the the special, some of the chase thing as as weightless. And I was like, that's a really good description because yeah. it's not practical. Like, And I, I think it's intentional. There's like a weightlessness to everything that happens and it makes it feel like fast and loose, but it also there's no makes stakes. it feel like there's no consequences. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 ironically, there's not unless you're uh, the <laughs> boyfriends slash mob of uh, of 
um, Helena in this. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah. Anyway, um, okay. Look, I, 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 I yeah. We, we should talk. I, I did enjoy it. Um, I, I there was to your point. There's parts that slow slow down too much for me, or or were just too dark. But I overall, uh, happy happy we got another one of these. And I was gonna actually comment. You know, we're eight or nine days into this thing being released, and I was a little feel a little bad for it because the box office is just so damn low. It's globally, it's only done about two hundred million dollars. Yeah, so I was curious if it's still got some places to be released globally. I was kind of looking at it, but yeah, I was like, well, I was like, I don't know if we're getting a. Uh, my my fear from this was like, oh, once Harrison Ford dies, they're gonna just try to like churn out a bunch of de-aged Harrison Ford <laughs> indie movies, and I was like, well, based on the box office for this, I don't know if that's happening because it doesn't seem like the audience is is quite there the way it once was. Well, I was um, thinking about that, and we listened to uh, we listened, I listened to uh, the Gorley and Russ podcast, and they were talking about um, oh man, it was I think it was Jason Six. It was Friday Thirteenth Part <laughs> Six. Um, uh, Jason lives, and I'm gonna tie this together. I'm gonna get there. Okay. And they talked about how the box office for that was a little weak, or weaker than they expected, and I guess their their theory was. It was coming off the heels of part five. Part five doesn't even have yeah. Jason in it. And it pissed a lot of people off and, mo- and people didn't like the way the movie went. And it was ch- in the series, you know, they, they basically had, had creatively painted themselves into a corner and you see it on the screen by them changing a lot of the stuff, the stuff in the story. They're trying to go toward uh, Tommy Wallace being a, uh, or Tommy Jarvis being uh, Jason or being a killer. And they're, they're doing a lot of things that logically, because they're just creatively tapped out. But the movie doesn't didn't do very well, and people didn't like part five. I wonder if Crystal Skull turned enough people off that people are like, "Well, I don't want to go see," um, or, or uh, enough where it's not like a, a theater appointment kind of movie. Yeah, because yeah, it's been thirty four years since we got a good movie from the series. So uh, true, <laughs> that's a long time to go. Of um, and it's that's been, like what, people that's like really asking like kind of a couple generations of kids to have a lot of affection for something made in 1989 that um, yeah yeah i mean i i, I was laughing because carter's like he's playing madden and he's like how old are you like are you the same age as justin jefferson i'm like justin jefferson probably wasn't even born until after i was in high school <laughs> he's like what and i'm like yeah <laughs> i'm like so if you think about that age gap and you apply that to movies that came out like the original came out in 1981 yeah like it's it's, it's maybe it's just a bridge too far and uh if it's playing to your point if it's playing for nostalgia i don't want to go watch a 70 year old who has a shitty life like <laughs> that's not what i want to go see when i've seen a dina jones movie yeah yeah I think, and i wonder if you just for anyone kind of, I don't know, 30 and younger, if, I mean, Harrison Ford's maybe not a draw to them. Yeah. That it would still to us, like, um, trying I can't to think, think. I can't think of anything he's done that's that's a more modern movie that's. I mean, yeah, he did. I mean, he's Han Solo in this Star Wars stuff, but I don't think that. Again, it's, it's he's not the old guy who dies. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's not moving the needle for. Um, but yeah, I think you're right though. I think if Crystal Skull had been received. really good, I I would think the box office for this would have 
there would have been a lot more excitement and box office would have been much, much higher. Um, I think so. I, and I, I'm not trying to make excuses for it. I mean, I, I'm going to probably go see it again. Um, I think you said you're going to go see it again today. I am. Yeah. <laughs> so I want it to do well. I don't, I don't want it to be a flop. I, my, my worry is yeah. the marketing campaign must've been hugely expensive for this. And I think the, the budget alone was like $300 million, which I think was a miscalculation. Like- yeah, miscalibrated. They, they, uh, uh, yeah, it was probably not gonna do be able to justify that budget, plus the marketing, which is obviously massive. Um, that and I, I mean, I understand Indian Jones is one of like their most valuable properties. They would say, but it's also a little untested putting someone at this age in an action movie. But I guess you see Tom Cruise doing these mission impossible movies yeah but tom tom cruise is 20 years younger than ford i mean that's that's i don't i don't i don't disagree with you i i do think they 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 swung too big on the budget um all of it obviously went into visual effects that's the Uh, that's the crazy thing yeah and i mean i guess though if they were like half the budget i don't know i don't think we'd be criticizing it for being a 150 million dollar budget so no um, but I, i think you're right it's just a miscalculation that that um they they didn't seem to think all the pieces of it through when they when they did this it seems like they they truly were like okay you have some good ideas here's a bunch of money have at it and then um i don't know should we talk about the the cgi the dh harrison ford yeah i was gonna say one more thing with the box office i I don't think um We'll see, like, Crystal Skull did 300 domestic and then 400 international, so 700 total. Yeah. This um, is at about 100 domestic right now. This, right. And so, I mean, 300 domestic seems unrealistic, um, seems off the table. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know internationally where it's come out. Uh, box if, office mojo doesn't seem yeah they don't they only have domestic right I don't, now. I, yeah i don't think they well, i mean i think you can go like country by country yeah and see it um but i mean it, it, it tapered off pretty bad after fourth july like granted it's a wednesday thursday friday but it's like you know they're they're pulling in half of what they did from the first week right and it's gonna now i could see like my um i'm going to see it today with my dad um because he was interested if this will I know things disappear from theaters pretty quick these days. Um, but I do think there's an audience like his age that doesn't really care going like the first week or opening weekend or that I, I could see this maybe having like a steady run of being in like the top five at the box office yeah. with that kind of audience who may be like, Oh yeah, I want to go like, I'd go, but like, Fourth of July, they were doing like I don't know family stuff or something, or like traveling, or it just—it's not like a nothing to them is like appointment thing that it is. Oh, yeah. over the next month, I will go to the theater and see this because that's how I, I think of going to the movies because that's how it was for most of my life. That um, you no, had time. I, that's that's how it was for me. I mean, I, I I wanted to go when it opened, but I was like, we were we got too much stuff going on, and I uh, yeah, didn't work out. But you're you're right. Yeah. I, I'm kind of the same boat. So I'll be I curious if it glass if it gets if it gets to I assume it's gonna get I'm guessing it'll get to 200 million domestic. 
um and then international i'm not sure where it still has to play but i yeah i'm guessing it's going to be a disappointment for disney certainly well it's interesting um yeah i was looking at the uh, international for it and it's open in most countries in europe but what's interesting is it's got release date on either the it's it's somewhere between june 28 and june 30 june 30 was the i think the u.s release um and it's there's no update since then. It looks like it looks like it got their bo- their box office for the opening weekend, and I don't I don't I can't tell if it's actually been updated since. The reason I say yeah, that is it's, it's opening and, to... and gross are the same. But anyway, yeah, I I, I hope to it, see some of that. Yeah, I hope it it makes at least its money back, and it's not it's not perceived as a flop because I I think what they what they do with the the movie is not flop worthy. It's it's just. It was a, it's yeah, a, lot, it's, a lot of money invested. That's all. Right. That's <laughs> that's where it's just tricky. When you once you go that high, you, I don't you know. Do? It's pretty hard. Unless you have a massive opening weekend, you're pretty screwed if you uh, if yeah, you don't. I, I could see this having legs on streaming. Uh, I know that's hard to quantify, and I, I don't think this is going to be like a draw for people. To, I, I got to go get disney because they've got dial of destiny but i really enjoyed having the other indie movies available on streaming um i think are they on uh, disney plus right now are they they're on disney or or paramount i always get i think they're on both actually might be right um Um, but so crystal skill did a hundred million its opening weekend damn that's like 40 million more than this, right? Yeah, and had a 185 million budget, which feels more like the range this should have been in budget-wise, where when you go 300 in the marketing on that, like it's pretty like that's a huge that's that's like uh what was the budget for Avatar 2? Like 250 million or something? Oh, I well, the that's I think difficult because they rolled so much technology and things that they're spreading across that that's kind of uh, spread across. There's, there's like R&D that. that's wrapped up into this. <laughs> um, that Yeah. And I think it was more than that, but it's difficult. Cause I know, I think Cameron said that needed to do 2 billion worldwide for it to not be, to not be considered a disappointment based on the budget. So I think they'd spend now. I mean, he's probably got a different, a different number uh, than what, what's actually out there. Well, right. Based on his success, like <laughs> he may, uh, always be um, shooting no, for the, the moon <laughs> yeah i mean the, but the i public... mean yeah I, I wouldn't mind it doing better but then the other end of the day like it's not my money like i don't like no Disney and... would be fine damn adventures endgame's budget was 350 to 400 god that's crazy well so i hope it i hope it pulls the money in i again i i think um for what little i did see and what I've, I've subsequently watched or seen after it felt like building up to this movie, there's a lot of people who were either trying to get in early on one of the hype trains, either hype it as really bad or hype it as really good, or how Crystal Skull is actually a, one of the best movies in the series. That that feels like a lot of what I saw, and I, I hope, I don't think it's either of those things, but I hope people go see it and, and actually, I hope it does well. I it, it, it would suck to think the last Indiana Jones movie with Harrison Ford it's considered a flop and, and tanks like that's the that's not good yeah it'll be interesting this one i think will be particularly interesting five ten years from now where it's evaluated i think there's just the way the culture is where they want immediate reactions and it, you get so much more traction with 
kind of over the top hating something to break yeah. through that I'll be curious because this um there's a lot of like good fun stuff in this and I enjoyed it. Um and I think once you get past this and then there's a lot of stuff that's easy to criticize as well. So I think once you get past that clickbait reaction stuff of the top five like worst things in Dial of Destiny where like <laughs> Harrison um, Ford shits his pants in reaction yeah. to this movie. Um, um I'll be curious once it can get a little breathing room from the oh, this is going to be the last indie movie with Harrison Ford kind of baggage. Yeah, it, it did make me realize I wish we had done more we, as if I had a part in this. <laughs> um, uh, I wish <laughs> I wish they had done more uh, just generic indie adventures without having to tether it to the, the first three. Okay, and, so that's a good jumping and, off point. Yeah, I that I, I liked I said again, that's what I liked about the opening was oh cool, like I actually get an, an original indie story and they and they've always danced around his participation in World War II and Crystal Skull gave you some backdrop, but that was welcome. I know there's some some technical issues with, with some of that, but I, I, I generally <laughs> yeah. liked getting a new indie adventure. Yeah, I love that. It's like the like 20, 30 minutes of um like the 1994 Indiana Jones movie we could have gotten like to the point they're even looking for like a Christian artifact. Yeah. He's battling Nazis in World War II. Um, yeah. I was like, oh, I love this. This, um, this is great. Even if, you know, I'm spending half the time looking for the seams <laughs> and the de-aging process, but you know, I, on the other hand, like would I have wanted them to cast like another actor to do that like no because that wouldn't make much sense for what it is and so like yeah it's like so i, I don't I, I don't know overall i don't mind but yeah i thought that was a really fun adventure had a lot of like fun classic indie moments like where um the guards he's like trying to fool see like the one bullet hole and he turns around <laughs> and there's the yeah, other like bullet that. hole i was like that's that's pretty clever that's pretty fun i i like that stuff i i i, I agree i thought all that was well done and i think that was We'll we'll talk about it, but that stuff made me realize I could maybe get past just using an all digital indie on some level. It, it needs to make some more advances, but I'm like, ah, if I could get more of these type of stories, I think I'm okay with it. I actually, I'd actually maybe prefer they do like twenty thirty minute like things like, like this, vignettes, little yeah. adventures. Then I think like when you try to get into emotional things, that's where it would maybe fall apart. And so just doing little vignettes would maybe be the, a fun way to go with that. And the the eighty year old Harrison Ford voice took me out a little bit. Looking at like forty five year old yeah Harrison Ford face, uh, um, yeah, it was kind I... of funny. Uh, but it's like, but um, on the other hand, like I'm glad it all is was done using Harrison Ford. <laughs> I am too. I uh. The voice is what would mess me up the most, and I, I'd also watch with the kids uh, *Empire Strikes Back*. I, I think the day before we went to go see uh, uh, this, and I kind of just had Harrison Ford's voice, young like young man voice yeah, in my head. Like, this, this is what it should sound like, and yeah, you're right. The, the, there's something jarring when the first time he talks in CG, and it's like I was wondering if that's why they hung him, if they were trying to imply that like. Oh, his voice is windpipe damage, kind of vocal cord damage, where now he's a little gravelly because he just was literally had a noose around his neck. And like, um, I, I was just curious if that was a conscious choice with that. 
Um, I mean, because he's they, he talks a little bit before they hang him, but a little, yeah. Uh, it, it, but I was wondering, I was like, oh, I wonder if they were like trying to explain away the why his voice is not the same. Uh, could be not a bad idea. Uh, if, yeah. if, they, if that's what they were going for, um, I think you may you may be giving them too much credit, and they're just trying to be creative with the uh, <laughs> how they yeah. how they film this opening. But um, yeah, the de aging to me, there's parts that I'm, I thought it was great. And there's parts that I thought. Okay, you you left this on here for like three seconds too long, and it's yeah. it's too obvious now. Like when he's blinking, that was where like it fell apart for me. And that's where we we often talk about the CG of like it's just distracting. Yeah, um, at times, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I wish I could turn that part of my brain off and just enjoy this like fun <laughs> adventure that Indy's on, and not be look trying to look at, um these effects and what like in judging them and like, uh, so, I don't yeah. know. so i'm curious to see it again if if i'm able to maybe switch that part of my brain off and just uh accept like well this is what it's going to be i'm not um but there's some stuff they left in that i thought surely they could have done a better job or another pass on and it, it was the scene where it actually made me wonder why they why they did it this way I think that he gets captured and they sit him down or they, they're bringing him in for an interrogation. They sit him down and they put a flashlight in his face. I'm like, why would you do that? You're just showing that it's how bad some of this looks like. Why would you just, if, if, if they shot it in shadow and in profile, it all looked like it held up pretty well, I thought. And, and, and they did a good job, but when they show show it in too much direct light, where it's, it, it begins to look little, unnatural. Yeah. And, and I think there was one thing that, that I thought they should have redone where it looked like, he was blinking and his eyes look like they're moving, like the eyelids are moving at a different pace or something. It's still something <laughs> weird. And it threw me off. I kept thinking like, you couldn't just do another pass on that. Like you got I don't know. They already spent 300 it. million. <laughs> it just, it, that, that was, was the limit. <laughs> th- that, that was, that was my issue with it was, I thought it held up if they used it in quick cuts when they yeah. just stay on it. And it's just a very direct shot of his face. It, it's like, okay. It's, it's not as, as good as you think, think it could be. Yeah. Um, nah, you're... But I, to their credit, they, they didn't do a bad job. And I think they also did it as well when they, they show him in the fifties at Baz's house, uh, when he gets part of the, the yeah. back. I believe they, they de-aged him for that. <clears throat> I actually played the game of while we were watching, um, what Harrison Ford performance are they trying to make him look like? <laughs> and I and the uh, the tweed jacket and fifty ish year old Harrison Ford, he looked like Richard Kimball, Doctor Richard Kimball <laughs> in the nineteen fifties. It's funny. I I guess the nineteen forty four one. He looks just like Indy from um, Last Crusade. He doesn't look that different from the Last Crusade Indy. No, I think that's where they pulled a lot of um, a lot of the stuff from a lot of the footage. Makes sense. That I heard, um, which makes sense. Yeah. But I, uh, well, you froze, so I'll just keep talking. Uh, overall, CGI, not so bad. Um, um, so there you are. I okay, enjoyed the introduction of a villain. Um, I mean, Mads Mikkelsen's kind of like Hollywood's. Oh, there you go. Okay. So, um, yeah, uh, Mads Mikkelsen's kind of become <laughs> the Hollywood, like, go to villain guy. Um, which I get it. He's always great. I mean, I think he's great in this. Um, and I enjoyed them playing with some of the villain tropes a little bit. Um, and I also thought it really worked well in modern times. Like he's kind of an 
unheard, unappreciated Nazi during World War II. <laughs> and that's kind of his gripe. Is, and it felt very, like, I don't know, accurate to today's world of just, like, the Nazi. Like, well, I'm still a Nazi, but these guys would listen to me. Like, I could be, a, like, I could make it better. <laughs> I could be a better Nazi. Uh, I did like that, too. I thought it was funny that it feels like the thesis for, for Voller's character is what if he's a Nazi, but he's worse than Hitler? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Do I, that. And I, I love that. Uh, of the, he wants to go, but he wants to go back in time and kill Hitler. Uh, that, that was a fun reveal. And I, I knew that had something to do with, okay, it's 1939. So it, it was probably pre world war two. Voller wants to do something. I thought it would be, he'd carry a message back on, on what, they should do and the Nazis should do instead. I assumed uh, he was going to go back because he worked on all his rocket technology and going to go back and give them all the, the in 1939. This, this is like, the technology for, for 30 yeah, years, in 30, the future. like 30 years from the future rocket technology where they can launch like missiles like across the planet, basically. Um, like, that seemed a, to, yeah, that seemed a, a better use than just killing Hitler. And being like, okay, now like people with good ideas can can win this. Yeah, I, I feel like that. I feel like his plan actually is is dumber than it, it should be. Um, I don't. But feel I like think it's also like why they, he's kind of like unhinged to true. a degree, like, and can actually believe in this. And is this like has an axe to grind of like I wasn't appreciated enough? And like, <laughs> yeah, fair. I I do think it's funny the idea that in 1939, when uh, arguably Hitler is at the peak of his power, and and nobody's. Nobody in Germany is probably going to ever try and rise up against him because because, you know, it's pre-World War Two and, and there's a lot of he has a lot of tailwinds at this point. And <clears throat> uh, Voller thinking he's going to come back in, kill him and take back over. <laughs> yeah. seems like a reach. And, well, yeah, think about gonna, it. Yeah, and everyone's going to just, then everyone's trust just gonna, him. Yeah. Like, how's that going to go, buddy? I don't think that's yeah. going to work out too well for you. <laughs> um, but I, I liked uh, I, I did like Mickelson uh, quite a bit is that he, he's a little. uh I don't know what the term is, but he's he's very quiet and brooding in the beginning. Uh, yeah, I do like that. In a very quick reveal, he and Indy are both smart enough to realize that the uh, what was it the 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 spear that it's the yeah yeah spear that yeah, pierced, what they called uh, it but Christ's then, side. Yeah, um, that they both realize it's a fake. And and the only thing I didn't like about Buller was how does he survive that train? thing he, he takes yeah a, he gets he takes smashed thing in the face and he gets yeah. knocked off a train i'm like i don't think he'd survive that yeah but yeah you know pretty movie. Good. he looked pretty good and he became yeah. dr schmidt yeah, yeah, yeah um yeah and i enjoyed their fight on the train top like yeah i don't opening of an indie movie on the top of a train kind of last crusade um but no. now adult indie in World War II. I, so, I, although I, thought, I did I laugh. Was good too. Yeah. Go ahead, sorry. Um, we, we, one of the previews we get was a new Mission Impossible. And that yeah. has uh, Ethan Hunt on the top of a train and like a tunnel's coming and he has to drop down to not get hit. And this had the same thing. I was like, oh, we're in one of those Hollywood, big Hollywood releases. Is doing They're doing the same trope. Um, that's come back around to do of uh, I don't know if like the stuntmen all go to the same bar and are like oh we need you some train stuff again and like 
it, well, and, and, and it gets it, back in the zeitgeist. Or... They do that with like shooting locations too. Like there was a period like the mid 2010s where everything was in London for some reason. Like I think like yeah. all the Mission Impossible's kept somehow coming back to London. It's like, oh, okay, everybody's getting tax subsidies to actually shoot here. <laughs> so it's like, got it. It's like, you're right. Yeah. Man, a lot, lot of train stuff going on. Um, I did watch that trailer with Carter, and I asked him like, do you want to go see that? And he said, yeah. He, he's our, our my my boys got bored with uh indie indie as well but i think carter would probably be pretty into mission impossible just because of the stunts reaction yeah stuff. So, especially we've been watching the mission impossible and i think um kelly has been pretty into um so she, they're, we're, uh, she's pretty excited for that one that's kind of like the opposite of um the indie movies where that's seri- like i think the first one is probably still my favorite but then like two and three especially two are kind of <laughs> Uh, but then it suddenly like as mm. it gets to these later ones it really ramps up of being really good it's kind of like the reverse of the <laughs> indie where it's like yeah the crystal skull is kind of took the edge off a bit whereas <laughs> these it's like oh this is awesome these are let's say keep getting better yeah i'm a little surprised uh mission impossible it took a weird turn with jo- the john Woo thing. like <clears throat> mission impossible 2 was pretty i was pumped to see i had the soundtrack I think nice. I still have the soundtrack. If I go find a CD case somewhere in my garage, um, and it had Limp Biscuit featured as uh, as doing Jeez. a cover on the Mission Impossible music, I think. It, it, it was there's definitely some Limp Biscuit involvement in there, and so it feels like Tom Cruise just was like took a real big swing out in the left field, and that didn't quite work. And then in part three, I think they they really reground the whole thing, and then it starts yeah. to kind of build successfully start building off of that again yeah. part three yeah. wasn't that good either but um, um it, it does get it's, it's better than i remembered um yeah and the philip seymour hoffman's really good as the villain yeah i remember him being a, high, a highlight in that movie uh, but yeah and uh, then uh yeah. <laughs> larry fishburn's in it and they don't really bring him back which is kind of disappointing like he's like yeah. the head of mi6 which him, i but... thought was strange they don't hmm. or not mi6 sorry um of uh, the imf group and they don't bring him back but yeah, I, I remember I remember that one not being my favorite. But then in once they introduce Simon Pegg and uh Ving Rames comes back again and all that, it really does kind of build into an interesting it Tom Cruise did crack the formula by like two thousand seven or two thousand eight on that stuff. <laughs> Speaking of de aging. Yeah, yeah, he he's not using computers though. Yeah, I don't know what he <laughs> uh power of Scientology and getting yeah. audited. Um I wonder if it feels like he's on a bit of a run right now where he sees the finish line for himself physically. And maybe he's just trying to get this whole series. Yeah. To like not... a, a, a more natural conclusion. Cause this is going to be part, uh, it's dead reckoning part one. Yeah. And then part two is next year or 2025. Yeah. It's, I'm not positive. Yeah. 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 I have to look at that. Yeah. 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 Sorry. All right. Yeah. Anyway, mission impossible on an Indiana Jones podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Some related. <laughs> Damn, it's the um, seventh in, in, uh, Mission Impossible movie. Sorry. Yeah, I just didn't feel like they'd been that many, and it, it's and pretty new, wild. The next one does come out next year. Um. Um. Anyway, so I really enjoyed seeing uh Toby Jones. Yeah, I did too. He, He's I, always fun. Um, uh, that was a fun casting of. I mean, just. A little, he's not necessarily like a badass action guy, but somebody was feels like a type of British guy who like would have been like a kind of spy type in World War II. Um, 
trying to go undercover. Well, and I, I kind of was, I, I liked the character and I kept thinking, oh no, they're going to introduce him in the first scene just to kill him off because so many of Indy's sidekicks just get yeah. brutally murdered in the opening of the movie. But no, he, he makes it. And I think it's a good, um, that's probably, I, I like his character. That's probably where this struggles is, uh, um, because they have to set up all of his backstory, you probably have to have that extra 30 minutes of time. This, this does compared to the other ones. Yeah. So I, I get it where you kind of, yeah. Yeah. So I did like, uh, the, where, um, was it Boz? Um, yeah, yeah, I guess search for Basil, but, um, he shoots, he tries, he's trying to shoot, uh, Mads Mikkelsen, I think, and he shoots Indy. Um, and I did enjoy that paying off later when um, Indy's telling Helena, like, yeah, your dad shot me. He's like, my dad shot you? <laughs> and she's like, that's like, it doesn't seem possible. And like, I was like, oh, that's a pretty funny moment. <laughs> I, I kind of wanted to go back and count because Indy said he's been shot nine times. And I'm like, all right, we saw once in once in Raiders, once by Baz. I don't think he got shot in Temple of Doom. I don't think he got shot in uh uh Last Crusade. So I'm like, damn, like what the what hell else than... happened? Yeah. <laughs> Seven more times that he got shot. I don't know. That's a lot of that's a lot of indie adventures. <laughs> it really is. Again, it makes me wish we we'd gotten more of Tier Point Ford in, in the nineties when he was still in the shape to actually do do like a big tidpole movie. Yeah, it would have been interesting to get like a nineteen ninety-five indie movie um where harrison ford's still young enough where he pretty much could um i i think this benefits then. from not having too much lucas stink then, on it though yeah and then but and then also if you get one then you still have spielberg kind of firing on all cylinders that's true Although, that's probably why you didn't, didn't get it he's probably not okay instead of spielberg doing the lost world <laughs> the second Jurassic Park movie in 97. Uh, if we yeah. could do a sliding doors thing where he does an indie movie instead. <laughs> I think that would have been cool. But again, everything, excuse me, everything I had read about what was cooking in Lucas's head at the time. Was all it just that shit crazy? Yeah. And it just sounded like it would be too much of, of it, it does feel like there was a big element of, of Spielberg having to walk back Lucas on creative stuff. We talked about it well, I think, in the last episode. I think that's why it took so long to get to Crystal Skull because Lucas kept coming to Spielberg with these ideas. And he's like, no, I'm not like, I'm not, that doesn't sound good. And I think they were talking um, alien stuff and then Independence Day came out. Yep. That's true. Like, no, that kind of like we can't <laughs> like, go the alien route it. now. Someone kind of already did. It was an alien invasion, I think. That or it was something like already that. Did that. It, 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 it yeah. wasn't the same the same concept of Crystal Skull, but it had some of the some ideas. But uh, yeah, I, I wish we had just gotten. And I, I think that sounds bad, but I think that speaks to Lucas not sometimes understanding. Oh man, I'm just I'm just beating a dead horse now. I think it speaks to Lucas not sometimes understanding what makes his work special and why people come to it and gravitate to it. And that's just one more sign of, you know, he just really missed the mark on people aren't coming to an indie movie to see aliens. People aren't coming to an indie movie to. Um, yeah. I mean, it's fine if you, if they do it well, I think it would have been okay, but yeah, it's um, 
just a different i will not make this a george lucas bitch session again i'm sorry um <laughs> well yeah uh we talked about a bit about the uh the overall plot you, you mentioned it with cast i mean is there any other cast members that you really liked in this uh, i was happy to see boyd holbrook i like him but i, I feel like he was maybe not well, well used he was a little confusing i found i think he was confused um, by who he was supposed to be yeah because well and that was some of the problem with the new york stuff too of who, they don't ever really ground like who these people are and they're like okay so like the cia is watching this like nazi nazi scientist um obviously was part of like operation paperclip and and but then he has these other handlers, but who are maybe his minions. And but one is this like Southern US guy who's and then it takes a while to put together. Oh, OK. <laughs> so this guy is obviously just like a Southern racist who's like just on board with like Nazi stuff. And it's kind of and then you have this like giant guy who is maybe German. Um, and then there's a guy with like the crutches. I was like, who the hell is this guy? They um, don't ever tell you who that is, do they? I, I'm going to have to when I see it again, I'm going to have to kind of watch for like who yeah who is this guy and then it's kind of just like okay they abandon the people they don't need as part of like the mads mickelson like team um and are off on their own doing their stuff but and like they like and then those people are like killing indies like colleagues um yeah that's that's brutal and it was like okay and then it's so it's like blamed on indy so he has to escape but like there's the one C- it's like the cia person like as soon as they're murdering people should be like taking these we're, people down yeah we're, like, we're done you <laughs> yeah the, yeah the, i mean the, i don't know if it's supposed to be like the height of like cia abusing its power stuff and so it's like not that abnormal <laughs> to have for someone to have done on a cia mission I think that's I think that's supposed to be the idea. I mean, if, if you really want to get down to it, the, the premise of this is what if Warner von Braun was just a bad guy? <laughs> like that's, yeah. that's kind of what the whole movie is. Is he, 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 All right, Schmidt. It just seems strange that, you know, Schmidt got, got him to the moon. Who Sch, Schmidt is Voller. I guess they've, they've renamed him um, to protect him from his his past. But uh it's so it's such a weird setup. It's almost like he's supposedly done all this work to help him with the rocket program, but he's never met the president, and he's traveling with all these extra like, people. It's just it's it is right. A strange... it, I couldn't tell like what exactly his role was. It's like sort of like because he seems like sidelined now, and I don't know if it's supposed yeah. to be like okay, we achieved what we wanted, and now you're sidelined, or if he was always on more of the periphery of this project. And it, yeah, they did not really establish what these people like i don't know what these people were what they did it was very it was hard to follow with that stuff um and until it was just kind of throw your hands up and be like until it gets until they're just like the bad guys now (laughs) and you have to like beat them in the race to the artifact and stuff like their motivations and different character motivations and were very confusing and hard to follow i thought yeah, I agree. It's weird. The character's personality wouldn't seem to be one that a guy who's allowing himself to be sidelined somewhat in World War II probably wouldn't have the personality to also go run this team that's going to end up basically throwing a coup on the on the Third Reich later on. It, it, yeah. Parts of his character don't really make always make sense. Or yeah, at least he's kind of what they presented. 
frustrated and seems a little ineffective until suddenly his like master plan is all come together and like yep. and, and now he's like the worst guy in the world <laughs> he's like yeah and now like everything's <laughs> everything's turning up fuller <laughs> uh i so, uh go i did enjoy the big giant guy uh i do too i think all, all, all i wouldn't all have minded them. a little using him like one more scene or something um that but that's always fun having the big giant german <laughs> evil uh, henchman i agree it reminded me of the uh the weird bad guy in the rocketeer uh except <laughs> le- less ugly like uh more more normal looking <laughs> so i would have uh I, I i agree I, I wish they they really use him only for physical stuff like i don't think that guy even has a line in this if i remember correctly yeah i, I, I think he might because i i think he's I think he spoke once or twice because you realized he was like German or something. Um, okay. But you're right. But he doesn't have much. Is Boyd Holbrook supposed to be German in this? I, I, I don't... He has a Southern accent, I thought. like He does. But then at the end, he's he's screaming in German as he's shooting. And we'll get to it. Uh, <laughs> Roman soldier. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like, right, I'm I'm really gonna have to watch to see if I just missed things about these characters that they did did give you, or yeah, it's uh, I, that I, that's what I wanted to watch was trying to figure out a little more about his, his character. Um, uh, what are your thoughts on Phoebe? Is it Phoebe Waller uh, Bridge? Yeah, Phoebe, I thought I thought she was great in it. I did not like where I thought her character wasn't quite calibrated right. I get they're making her indie from Temple of Doom where like fortune and glory and that's where she's at in her life. The problem with that is when we see indie in Temple of Doom, we're coming off of Raiders where he's like saved the world and fought Nazis, like gotten the girl and like we've been on a journey with him where we love him already. Yeah. Um and so and now we're going like back to a younger version that's maybe a little a little roar a little, like a little um learning his way in the world a little bit more learning what he believes what his goals and motivations actually are and we lost so you. for her yeah. coming the first time we see her she basically pulls a belloc on indy <laughs> and like betrays him steals the artifact from him to go off and sell it uh and it's like I like this is now you got to get her back in her. And so like initially it's like, well, I don't really like this character, but I know you're going to have to have her make a journey back. So I'm trying to get on board with that. Um, And, but they kept making her more kind of unlikable and like fighting against Indy. And then she kind of just, it's not like they, it starts to establish, but then she really feels like there's, back to being on Indy's side but like it's not I don't know I, th- I thought they made her a little too selfish borderline bad guy to open and she needed like just something else like, I, I kind of wish they had made her like part of like MI6 or something and they're trying to get the these Germans out of the US so they can go after them or something. So it's just something with a motivation for her that wasn't so mercenary and didn't um 
I don't know, just because we'd never seen her before. And so to establish her character as kind of leaving Indy for dead <laughs> with these Germans, like, is a pretty rough uh, introduction of a character. Um, but I thought she was great and charming and fun and like, um, not bad. And I enjoyed them giving her, her a short round <laughs> of um, proxy that they like, really uh, making her indie and Temple of Doom kind of thing. Um, and I, I didn't mind. And then I enjoyed the emotional beats, kind of her coming back of being like, oh, I am missing something in my life. I do. I, I'm enjoying reconnecting with my godfather. And like, maybe like he's not totally wrong about I could use family in my life and maybe I went I went too far into this mercenary world um and need to come back a little bit to something. So um that was also kind of helped mirror with Indy of like I'm not useless. I'm still needed um and could still maybe have adventures. Um well I think that. um was it uh Indy says that to her, I think, about sticking around and he maybe i'm trying to go i can't remember the exact scene actually but it was really well delivered for just like for who who's who's left that, that yeah. needs needs or wants indiana jones and i think that helps turn her you, i think you have the same reaction i did I, I i like her a lot as a character and i i didn't like the way they use her in the first probably half of the movie where <clears throat> she's every time they kind of give her a chance to maybe show you she could be a good guy they strongly go the other direction and, and 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 show you that no she's actually completely in it for herself and she's she's going to screw over indy if she has to to, to get what she needs to yeah then, it felt like she would let indy die yeah like it wouldn't care yeah um and and they kind of like highlight that later when um antonio banderas dies after being in the movie for two minutes yeah um, yeah and I mean, he's like my friend just died they murdered after my friend. she's kind of celebrating they they get the artifact get away and like kind of calling her out um on that a bit I, I, feel yeah, like, I feel like I, the movie wanted it both ways for too long I, i'm fine if they want to do they because i think they do two or three setups of where um it could just be we do two or three setups of where she could be a turn or uh, it could be a heel turn on on stuff and they she keeps going to being a bad guy and i don't mind them using her in, in that capacity but it's like you, you keep setting me up to show that she's going to redeem herself and then she doesn't. And then all of a sudden in the last 45 minutes, she, she, she does. And it's just didn't, I don't feel like used her, use that character very well, or, or maybe they should have gotten past some of that. She doesn't trust Indy and then he doesn't trust her stuff earlier. Actually, if you just cut all the New York stuff out <laughs> and basically you meet her first in Morocco where she's trying to sell this, artifact and you started from there i think that would work a lot better because yep. she it, it, it'd be like fast-paced as you're revealing this stuff it's not kind of sitting down like they, they i don't know yeah and it'd be one less like turn for her of like <laughs> like abandoning indie or like hurting or like um I, yeah. I I agree. They 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 try. The movie's too long, and they spend too much try, time trying to play it one way, and then when they need to go back the other way, and they don't give you enough sometimes on the screen for the character to uh, for you to believe the character's actually made a made a change. That's all. I, I, at least that was my takeaway. 
I like her as a character. I don't. I thought she did a pretty good job acting against Ford, considering the weight of what her role is supposed to be in this. She she she's able to bring bring that same level uh the, the whole movie. Um, but I I liked her. Um, I know. Yeah, no, she's good. I mean, she's charming and engaging and fun, and like, yeah, she's very good. I just thought, yeah, the writing wasn't always there to support what she was bringing. Yeah, I I wonder if they're going to do anything with her. I, I assume that this is teed up to do some interesting stuff, maybe after. Uh, hopefully for some distance from this movie but they'll, they'll, i i wouldn't mind seeing some adventures of uh helena shaw like cia contracts her to do stuff in the, in the mid 70s for for the you know cold war i was like i was like there could be some cool stories that they could do there yeah yeah i'd be i mean i don't think this is doing well enough and they them to warrant wrote, that, yeah. wrote her character well enough for that to happen but i wouldn't mind i'd be interested um and um, seeing her Agreed. Um, <clears throat> speaking of which, and you touched on, I thought it was an important one. <clears throat> Antonio Banderas. I really like Antonio Banderas. It's crazy to have somebody of his caliber. Yeah, in this, he's like they, third they build him, in the cast or something. Like, but they, he's barely in it. It's it, that's what got me was, and I missed some stuff. I had to go to the bathroom with one of the kids right when, uh, right about the time that he that they introduced his character, so I didn't catch everything, but. Um, I I like him and I liked what that they were using him and I was just I was surprised that he just sort of unceremoniously is killed off and and, and that's that you know it's not yeah. definitely not what I was expecting. I wonder if what they were going for was kind of like in the first 20 minutes. Oh, it's like oh we're getting dropped into like an indie movie we never got. This is awesome. I wonder if he's supposed to be oh it's a character from another indie movie from like 1998 that yeah. We that oh we we haven't ever we didn't get to see but he's meeting that guy again, um, and it's like so in 1998 yeah Antonio Banderas made an Indiana Jones movie where he was like this like the sidekick to Indiana Jones or like the Sala character, um and now he's now they're like coming back to meet again, um, and so I, I it just was shocking and distracting a little bit but I'm curious now knowing. It's coming if over time. It'll kind of be like, oh, okay, I see what they're they're fleshing out. Like, oh, all the other adventures Indy had, and making you think about that. If that'll play a little better, or but yeah, and the in the movie, I was like, oh my god, like what was the point of that? Like, I know it, it just felt like for 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 such a big actor, um, man, what a letdown to use him that way. I uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious if maybe they were they were going to have a bigger role for him. Um, I yeah, could see if, if you, or... yeah, I I could see if you tried to shoehorn him into the third act where they go to Sicily, you you have too much capability now because you've got somebody that's sort of on Ford's yeah Indy's level, and well, and you have too many heroes, and so uh, so yeah, so hey, I am gonna take a quick uh Allison duty break. <laughs> I'll be right God, terrible. All right, we are back. Sorry about that. Um. Yeah, so we were we were talking about uh, Antonio Banderas, and you know, it's interesting they dispatched him. I was curious though; this has so many Bond parallels to it. One of the things that's kind of interesting about Bond, up until the Craig era, at least, you get very little serious overlap of like the anthology of James Bond and all the other stories. And in, in here, it's actually quite the opposite. And and you. You yeah. can actually you actually have to place Indiana Jones in a specific time frame and 
with all these other characters from his other adventures, you know, it does build a pretty rich world, but it is, it is tough. I, I there's so many other things I wish they could have done with this now. Like, I, like I'm wondering, I was wondering if they had like a Mandalorian thought process with this, if they could build some other side series that, that kind of help build yeah, out the world, build out the world and be like, Oh, like we're going to tell that story. Um, yeah. 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 Um, kind of like, uh, I think they were thinking about doing that with um, uh, some of the other characters from Dying or No Time to Die, but yeah, I, I, I just keep going. I, I, this this is such a rich uh, story and such a rich uh, uh, idea. I, I would love to see them do more with the world, but in a smart way, which is probably a stupid thing for me to say. Um, <laughs> like young the young Indiana Jones series, I tried I tried watching that. It's a little too TV. It's hard to watch that as adults. Too early '90s TV pacing, and like, is a lot of like, yeah, indie meeting famous people from throughout time. There, it's like getting a little history lesson here. Like, yeah, Yeah. I mean, I I enjoy it because it's like indie stuff, but uh, it's it's a a bit of a slog at times. (laughs) Yeah, my wife was not especially when he's the young kid. It gets a little more exciting when he's the teenager. It's uh, yeah. I, I agree. I think it's Sean Patrick Flannery. Is that... That's it. I, I was like, I, I cannot get the three names to that guy mm-hmm. <laughs> together. Yeah. That guy's name's made up. But yeah, I, I again hated hated seeing them not use Antonio Banderas in this. Uh, and it's funny because my kids probably don't have any frame of reference who he is. In my head, it's like, oh yeah, Desperado. <laughs> and and my kids are like, oh, that's yeah, Puss in Boots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, such a yeah. weird association with the same guy. Um, but yeah. Hey, act long enough in Hollywood inevitably you're just a animated voice to, <laughs> to someone that's gonna be a pretty good paycheck I mean like Mike Myers that's really been the latter part of his career yes yeah. was the Shrek stuff and just showing up for that and, and he made a boatload of money doing it so I can't can't criticize him for it but yeah pretty sweet it, pretty sweet it, deal it is a sweet deal <laughs> I do it <laughs> Eddie Murphy I got paid 20 million dollars to go play a donkey and he didn't yeah, have to even be on camera it was just uh yeah. showing up in, in a booth <laughs> So, so um okay after this they're going is it sicily they go to yeah they, they're going to sicily uh they're, it's archimedes oh. tomb is where we trying. get some actual like i mean not real archaeology work indiana jones archaeology work like movie archaeology work of <laughs> um of stuff which was fun to finally get uh get into i always this one was okay, not as good as like you know, like the opening of Raiders or the map room in Raiders or um, even going finding the tomb in uh, Venice in Last Crusade. Um, but still fun to see Indiana Jones kind of going into like an old like archaeology archaeological site and you know finding secret mechanisms and stuff. Uh, I liked it too. I liked the reveal uh, too. They they actually had the the other piece of the the dial all along that it was melted into the wax or it was it was embedded in, in, in wax hmm. and that was hidden. I th- yeah, I like all of this. Uh, it did feel like we were we were in the movie Luca for a few minutes when they were just kind of <laughs> wandering around the small Italian village. Yeah, one of my pet peeves in this stuff is I wish like I understand like this is probably like a tourist site. I yeah. wish they hadn't so like shown us Taurus it just takes some of the magic away of like 
oh, there's like a, I don't know, there's like a 10th grade class trip going on <laughs> while Indy's doing this like water displacement thing. Like, and it also uh, makes yeah. it feel a little too like, I kind of don't buy, no one has figured this out <laughs> before. I, I, that's how I felt too. If it's this, this many people are running around it, like, I was like, so, you know, keep a little bit of the magic for me here. Like, don't show <laughs> like a class trip going on. Like, this didn't make this. This thankfully, I was thinking about this 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 series of scenes. I, I, I'm glad I didn't make the same mistake that Crystal Skull did, where they have all these ancient puzzles they have to solve, but they spend no time focusing on it because they have Ox who just knows how to solve them all. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no mystery or no reveal. There's no in, you know intrigue about what they're doing. At least here he's actually solving some puzzles, but it did feel like didn't they say there was nine. There's something like nine things he was supposed to encounter before they basically get to Archimedes' tomb, but they only encounter oh, like two. Yeah, I kind of remember. It's, yeah, it's, it's sort like, of it's a... like the water trick, and then there was something else, and, and then after yeah. that, <laughs> basically there. So I thought that was a little. I, I I missed something there, but I was happy to see him actually solving solving stuff and not yeah. not just having a key to the answer and uh, sprinting right through that stuff. It was good to see some him running to some challenges. Yeah, no, those are always fun scenes uh, uh, in these types of movies, and good to see Harrison Ford still has it. <laughs> still got it. Still smart. Uh, and I, uh, so drunk, what do you but... think about uh, Archimedes having the, the watch? Uh, I wish they hadn't revealed that, because that, well, I guess they kind of have to, but that pretty much told me the whole end of the movie, was they were going to somehow end up meeting okay. Archimedes. Interesting. My My thought was either... What happened in the movie, which is they go back in time. I didn't know about the whole battle thing in Syracuse. Or um, somehow Indy's trying to defeat Bowler, and in a fight, he somehow pushes him through some sort of time displacement, and that pushes him back into that time period, and Bowler, Bowler is, is somehow killed in, in ancient Rome, or okay. ancient Italy. So that, I, yeah. I, it kind of ruined You were smarter than, than me in that moment, because they got me with that. <laughs> was like oh like Archimedes I bought fully like Archimedes used it and traveled forward in time and like Archimedes got a Rolex (laughs) and went back yeah they fully got me with it (laughs) I I I, yeah I they they lay it on a little too thick for me um it's not I'm I'm glad they 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 did what they did the ancient rome stuff is pretty wild i'm glad i didn't i'm glad i stayed downwind of all of that because if somebody had told me that or i had read it before i went and saw this they'd be like this is the dumbest fucking idea i've ever heard but but yeah the way they present it it's actually not bad it's it's it makes sense yeah i enjoyed that a lot that they because i was like oh it's gonna be like time travel i'm glad it's not like a time machine they can do anything with it's yeah they kind of ground it in some like math and science of like, oh, like there are time fissures like here, like throughout history at time. And like Archimedes like figured out like when they would occur. So like if you find one, like you can travel to the past or the future, but like there's like limitations and rules and it's not like just magic. And it was like, okay, like it will it just prevent it also like dramatically prevents this from being like so overpowering of a device. It creates like plot flaws. Yeah. Um. Uh, Andrew sneezing. How's that? And I'm back. Um. Yeah. I. Uh. I. I agree. It's not like I also watched the Terminator this week, and <laughs> um, 
it's it's good that they don't make time travel such an overarching part of the story um and, and it's it's yeah. not just some MacGuffin that people can use or not use whenever they choose to kind of like the delorean and uh like if you think about back to the future back to the future is actually a great example they have that MacGuffin. The only way they disable it is by needing plutonium to 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 get or or energy to get back somewhere yeah. else. So that's uh, 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 that's you kind of have to take it off the table to make it. Make let's it say it was that style device. Would you have wanted them to do um, something where they go back to 1939 and old and young Indy have to team up? <laughs> to... No, I do not. I do not want that. I I do. I do not want. Um, uh, I do not want there to be this. Uh, if you make it too much of a two point, if you make it too much of an issue, it no longer becomes special, and I think it, it it takes too much away from what you're trying to accomplish. I think if you try and have young and old indie on the screen at the same time, that you've just now created like a four or five hour movie because you now have to spend so much time explaining all of that. I don't know. I I I, I wouldn't do it. Would you? I mean, you completely have to rework idea, the movie. You you'd, well, you'd, if you're doing that, you probably make like that opening a lot shorter or drop it completely. Yeah, because you're gonna get that's gonna be the reveal later on. The young indie, um, but no, I, I mean, it, it gets that. I wouldn't trust if they did it well. Sure, I wouldn't trust somebody to do that well because that's really tricky to do. Um, and then I'd be really nervous they go like the back to the future two route where it's like, Oh, we're going back to like last crusade time. And like, he secretly is like helping like these th- uh, things yeah. that we already know. Have. Like, I hate when stuff does that. Um, hey, don't shit on back to the future too. No, like, I know. No, I, like, <laughs> I like back to the future too. I think they do it. They do it. That's like the exception to the rule of, <laughs> and I guess, um, I think the third Harry Potter kind of does that. Um, I just don't like the stakes being exactly what they were in like the previous something previously of yeah fair that um, you already know how it ends <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> there are no stakes um, I uh, uh, good point and for Indiana Jones doing time travel I thought this was about as well as you could handle it <laughs> uh, yeah I thought so too I I, I didn't. I thought I was going to hate it, to be honest with you. And the way they did it, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm okay. And I kept thinking, like, no, surely they're not going to actually go through back in time. Like, something's going to happen in this storm. And it's. I thought, I thought too, it was going to. They no, weren't they, actually going to go, but then, yeah. They go back in time. Yeah, they sure do. Do you, do you want to give your favorite line of this movie? Continental drift. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did laugh. But I was like, that is something I am going to say uh, to Murph for the next 40 years. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm here for it. Okay. You're gonna get random texts of continental, continental drift, drift forever now. You haven't thought about the continental drift. <laughs> so, uh, which I I couldn't tell what he's doing. Oh, is the like indie just is this is he trying to distract him or make him like get him nervous or pull back? He's like, nope, he was right. <laughs> like continental drift was an issue. <laughs> <laughs> immediately, immediately gets proven right. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I did enjoy. And that was the one thing that surprised me by this was I think he says it and they're like 15 seconds, literally 15 seconds before they're supposed to go into this, <laughs> this uh, portal. And they, uh, they spend a lot of time on just 
Voller thinking it through and if he's right or if he's wrong. I, I, I and I'm like, well, by the that. time he, he figures it out, it's like, nope, it's too late. You're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> You're going through time. I did enjoy Voller being like, all right, like typical like hero move, like trying to like make me nervous at the last minute. And then he really starts thinking about it. It's like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, shit. He, he called it. That that all adds up. Oh, God. He called what it. Done? A continental drift. <laughs> um, I, Archimedes yeah. couldn't have known. Archimedes. Uh, uh, did, uh, did you enjoy when this briefly turned into Hudson Hawk? <laughs> that was literally the first thing that popped in my head. It was when they when they cut to Archimedes in his lab and he's just like shuffling around and I'm like, oh, it's very Da Vinci at the beginning of <laughs> Hudson Hawk. Stuff. It's <laughs> not played for humor, but you're just like, what uh, is this? I was like, I saw this. It came out about 30 years ago <laughs> and it didn't fucking work. <laughs> so let's be careful, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I was. All that stuff, I was like, I think I'm going to be curious to see it again, because that whole time I was so nervous. I was like, oh, God, this is going to be so hard to stick the landing and not fuck this up with some that's stupid time travel too. bullshit. Like, that's right. And too. then like the whole would, um So you seemed more OK with the end if they ended it this way. And I think they may have even done two endings potentially, but where Indy is going to stay. Yeah. And um, Helena is like, we can't do that, like for many reasons, but like, um, but I can't let you do that. Um, and I was like, oh man, I could see like a producer at Disney or like executives. I could see this sounding real good in the room of what are we gonna do with Indiana Jones? Well, we don't want to kill him. They did that with Bond. Um, and I think that's, I think that's well, no, I won't spoil it. That's too recent a movie. Um, but. Oh, now I, you got to tell me off camera. I'm not going to know what, okay. what that is. <laughs> uh, but I was like, oh, like, we, we were doing time travel. You're going back in time. What if he stays in the past and like Indiana Jones finally gets to live out his dream of like, he gets to see this stuff firsthand. And like, what a great end for the character. Like, and I was like, oh, that's so emotionally unsatisfying. We're, we're the point you've brought us to here. We're like, he's going to ignore all his life and responsibilities to escape into the past and like that, that, that feels you're like letting a drug addict die of a heroin overdose uh, like, we're, gonna, we're gonna give him everything he ever wanted and like it's like but we know that's like kind of bad for him like um i uh, i didn't mind it yeah i i, I like, could be okay well i looked at it as they're gonna kill him off because he's wounded uh i yeah he I, there's problems with that because he has a bullet wound. He has a bullet wound in the chest that seems to have well, varying degrees of actually affecting him. Or thing too. Like, well, if they leave him, I think he's and she. She even says that Helena. Like, well, you're gonna die. Like, yeah. you have a bullet wound. Like, and she tells like Archimedes, like, I can bring him back and like save him. Yeah, I, I didn't. I wouldn't have minded it because I think there would have been something poetic about it. And I, I think your your choice is one of two. You either give him a happy ending in 1969, which they somewhat do, and, or he gets to become a part of history, which I think is somewhat poetic for what this who this character is. And I, yeah, I think if you were going to leave him back there, it needed to be more like the no time to die of him saving everyone, him saving Helen. That's what I expected it to be, getting was... her back. Yeah, but it costs him that like he has to stay. But but it's like oh, like kind of poetic, like and like he's like actually kind of this is kind of perfect of like a capper to my life. I get to see all this stuff. 
but when it was just like he's like just feels defeated and is like I'm gonna stay. Yeah. <laughs> It was like, well, don't do that. This can't be the last thing we see of him. I didn't take it as defeated. I think he was just awestruck. That was that was the one thing that surprised me. And I mean, we didn't talk about it, but I, I will say it, uh, it again. It's, it speaks to Ford. Harrison Ford is an actor. He, his acting just throughout this elevates the whole thing. And uh, yeah, it, for one thing, I'll say for he's not just there for like the paycheck or something. No, like, no. He wants he, to give a good ending to this character. And yeah, it, like he's fully engaged Harrison Ford. It, yeah. He was great. And I, I, I liked that. And I, I, I thought it was touching in the moment to see the character of Indiana Jones be awestruck of history. And it's funny to me because in yeah, my head, he, he's, how he's much been he a loves part of history. This. Yeah. And, and it's the first time you've seen him, I feel like really react to some the, the thing he's after and 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 the the artifact or the piece of history that he's he's pursuing. I liked I really liked that that he's he's in tears. He's just he's like I'm seeing history play out in front of me, and it's it's such an important moment for him. And I, I liked Ford really delivers the emotional weight of that, and so I didn't take it as him being defeated so much as just almost like he found peace within himself in that moment. And I and that he would be okay with it. That's if that's the end of his story. That's he can live with that. You know, well, kind of. Uh, and uh, I, 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 if done right, I think it would have been okay. I do feel like they they. It's probably a studio note. They fucked it up here a little bit because the ending is shot so generically to me that it it, it was definitely designed and shot in a way where they could if they had to cut it together with another ending of him staying yeah. or yeah you know i so i don't know i it, it had some it had some moments where I, I could have been okay with him staying in the past and but you're right like it in theory kind of screws up everything else like there's gonna be a timeline where there's a fedora if, that's buried with archimedes or something right yeah <laughs> well and if you're gonna do that like he couldn't be like getting divorced from Marianne, and like it, yeah. it you don't want to see like Sala still like, like it's his friend there. It's like, well, you're kind of abandoning all these people who like are still in your life that we that we love. It's like so that's what I I was all I could think about. I was like, oh, like you don't want to face like the emotional effort of having to like reconnect with Marianne, so it's just way easier to stay in the past. Um and yeah, I just felt like Helena is like, no, like you have to come home and be part of like our lives, and like we're not letting you off the hook. So you're gonna have uh, to put the point. work in. No, good point. Um, uh, I I would have been okay either way. I think I don't like that it's so obvious they shot it both ways, or at least they <laughs> conceptually they 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 were covering their ass on how they did it. But and then I would see how it plays, and yeah, yeah, I um. I, again, I think there would have been something poetic for the character about it, but it would have uh, been a grander ending, certainly yeah. for him than just because this ended kind of the same as Crystal Skull of like he's back with Marion. It's like okay, like we've done that ending already. Yeah, I um, I was curious. I, I actually, when they when they cut, so uh, Helena finally just knocks Indy out. Uh, I love that of his ass yeah, up to it the point. Feels like such <laughs> badass of like oh, I'm the young person like strong in my prime and like guess what old man like it doesn't matter. I'm gonna I'm gonna punch out this mortally wounded old man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> him to had a lifetime of concussions and head injuries. Like, yeah, yeah. I guess crazy. if you wanted to be like 
I think I'm two years away from having dementia. Like, yeah. just let me go. It's probably true, actually. I was gonna say mentally, who's worse, uh, Antonio Brown or Indiana Jones? Because yeah, <laughs> yeah. of CTE. Um, uh, no, I, I when they go back to the uh, the apartment and, and it's Indy waking back up. I actually really wasn't quite sure which way it was gonna go. If it was gonna be a they they've gone backward in time and it's it's starting where Indy's supposed to be waking up and you know at the beginning of the movie oh, okay. or if, if yeah. it was like like it's a time hop backwards or if it's um if they're going to reveal that somehow Mutt's still alive like they've somehow changed the they've changed the past but uh the, the more I thought about it the more I'm like I guess you really couldn't do that with the rules that they're positing for uh for uh Indy's for time travel on this so i'm glad they didn't do that i'm glad they didn't try and alter the alter the story completely to make him make his life all of a sudden it, they didn't take the back to the future approach where it's like oh my family yeah, was poor and time travel to shitty. fix everything and, yeah yeah it, it, they, they they literally just go there and then they come back and it's not it's not a reset of the whole world yeah and it's like in the bad guys like the classic um indiana jones is like, hoisted out his own petard of yeah like oh this thing you want you thought you wanted is what defeats you like yeah exactly i um actually i had a question for you and i i I, if you're if you're gonna watch it today i'd be curious i didn't remember but anna was watching with me and she said i guess the the dial the whole dot the completed dial is with indy in the in the bedroom when he's back in new york I was end. just trying to think about that of where it is of if they could have if like now it's like you could spend all this time figuring out the math of continental drift and um well that getting a that... fissure where you could go back like to mutt or something or like um which I don't I mean that'd be a weird thing to do but but yeah well, I, I don't remember either if it's if they have the it, it struck me as weird just because I was thinking I'm like well, does that change? It's, she and I were talking about last night, and I had a couple of drinks. When we were talking about this, so I, my logic was probably already fuzzy. But <laughs> um, if if he's got the way they posit it with the watch, it, it, it was destiny that this was supposed to happen the way it it it, it does, right? Archimedes' yeah, body is buried with the watch, so yeah. this was predetermined, or, or this was destiny. And at that point in history. The dial has been well maybe it's just timing okay because i'm trying to think i'm like well shouldn't if archimedes gave him back the dial for them to go back through the fissure wouldn't he have to have kept it i i guess maybe that's the dial returning back through time after that yeah well because they, when they're back there are two dials the one archimedes is building that's and the right. one they use to get back that's right okay that's right I kept thinking, I'm like, no, 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 that throws off the entire continuity. But I'm, I was like, I'm ah, <laughs> uh, time travel. Ah, <laughs> uh, always, always brings up such wonderful, useful yeah. ideas. You have to talk about. Um, yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out, and I, I like it because I guess their explanation here is is to your point. They can't just use it willy nilly. You have to be at a certain location for the time fissure to actually for it, for it to be effective and, and actually useful. So. I'm glad it's not like a okay now I can just go fix things and I can now go make yeah, yeah. make my life better or different or whatever it's like it's 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 try it's somewhat grounded and or they're trying to ground it in some conceptual science that yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. So how do you feel about the uh, re- kind of redoing the boat scene from Raiders with the, well, where doesn't it hurt? Didn't like uh, it. Yeah, it's too forced. It's too forced. Um, I'm happy to see Karen Allen back. I don't, which I was watching the Sandlot with Carter and I was like, oh God, she's the mom in this. I totally forgot. <laughs> Such a That's weird, right. weird thing. Um, uh, but I didn't like that ending and especially when they're he's doing it to Marion Marion and it's after her she's hurt because her son died and her husband threw himself into drinking like <laughs> it's too cutesy for what they're supposed to have been through that's why I yeah I just yeah. didn't think that was earned yeah I thought um I was watching Raiders yesterday and and, and I listened to the Indiana Jonesing podcast I thought they had a good point of like these people weren't wouldn't remember that these wines from this no, moment of like a movie but the one i thought that the line i thought they could have brought back more believably was the um it's not the years it's the mileage yeah so it's like that's somewhat memorable and you could see like An you could also make a leap in your brain of like oh like indy said that to marion like a couple times over the years because it's an expression he likes um and like if she said that to him in some way um I was like, that's when I would believe maybe coming back, but like the this tender scene we had like forty years ago. Um, <laughs> I yeah yeah I didn't I didn't I didn't like that part. It made me happy to see them together at the end. Yeah, and, and that's kind of where I was. Well, I'm just happy they're together. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I, you said it pretty well. Here it feels earned. Crystal Skull, they did it, but it, you're just like, uh, okay. It it just felt it feels out of sync for those characters uh, in Crystal Skull. Here, it feels like okay, their lives have finally culminated to them being okay together. Yeah, and overall, as a choice, I like why are you bringing like I don't know why are you bringing like Marion back or Karen Aaron Allen back for like sixty seconds. Yeah, that well, I mean, it's the Antonio Banderas thing, right? <laughs> You've it's got a, this person, you're, like, you're underusing him. Um, like, I think I would have rather them still together and just like but and he she's commenting on like he's like completely lost and is like kind of pushing him of like you need to go like back out <laughs> or something or like at least make it like they still have a loving relationship but like he's kind of lost after mutt dies or something like and his yeah i did laugh I in the end just, will... just making it too depressing <laughs> no i think i think you're right like he has to go find himself and you said it i i, I didn't really pick up on it very well but he explains that you know he's he's been drinking because Mutt joins the army and, and he's I assume that, that the implication is Mutt's killed in Vietnam. Yeah, but I don't think that age fully age doesn't up work. With that's that. what I was trying to I was trying to I mean to work he went out and enlisted, head. so I mean he could have been like thirty two and enlisted, I guess, but um if he yeah, it felt a little old too old. Or like it had to be like a training accident or I don't know. Like it, yeah. The the, the timeline doesn't work because it's nineteen sixty nine, and and they kind of say like, well, Mutt just enlisted to like make Indy mad, and it's like ah, I don't like that you're putting that's where their relationship is at. That he's gonna do. He's a thirty year old who's gonna do something to piss his dad off. Like, yeah, it's, that's still like, uh, yeah. I was like, I don't. It's a good way yeah. for them to diffuse not having him right uh, and in the movie but, and but it, it most doesn't make a lot audience of members probably aren't going to think about it that much <laughs> no. like of um well what are the, like what the time of just big oh he died in vietnam like okay and yeah 
I think I think they could have just left it at that. I um uh, but I I did laugh. Is if you didn't catch it, uh, it made me laugh a lot. Uh, in the beginning, there's a picture of Karen Allen on the fridge, and Indy is looking at her, and he, he just takes a uh, um, magnet and puts it over her face. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the end, when she's loading the fridge, um, he kind of slowly walks up, and while he's talking to her, he just slowly moves the magnet away from. The oh, face. really? I didn't catch it. That's pretty funny. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty sly. Pretty good. So I'd say watch for that. It's. I, I laughed. I laughed pretty hard. I don't. I think I was like the only person. So, yeah, I laughed to watch that. That's pretty funny. <laughs> but it was pretty good. But yeah, I, I I I like their dynamic at the end. I'm glad they're back together. I don't. I think you're right. They 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 could have. They didn't have to throw Indy into such despair. And I think you 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 said it, which is Indy's more broken up over that than he actually realizes, and it's probably less Marion Marion's inability to cope as it is his is the problem that's kind of what i took by the end of it that like yeah he's blaming like marianne can't get over it but it's really him yeah and i I think that i i I missed that uh certainly but again i was i was in and out for a couple of scenes where he's marrying her son did die i'm sure she was very upset and it was a tough a rough time but that's the only thing that was a little strange was um they 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 really tell you they they message the whole movie that she's just inconsolable and then at the end of it, she's like, well, are you back or not? It's like, yeah. She seems like she is not blessed by the whole thing, <laughs> which is a little weird, a little, a little um, weird to play it that way. I could see it hitting Indy harder, though, because he missed like the first like 18, 20 years of Mutt's life gets like whatever these years were. And then now he's dead. Like, I could see that being like, oh, like, you know, my he, son, I thought I was going to have at least this time going forward with him. And I lost even that or like so. Um, yeah, I, 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 fair. I, I, it's overall a much better ending um, than what it, what it could have been, or what what Crystal Skulls gives you. Even though Crystal really? Skulls, I kind of like the ending. Crystal Skull ending better. I would say. What they get married? And... Yeah, because this feels just like kind of rehashing that to a degree. Um, that felt at least it doesn't like, feel earned uh, in that to me. Uh, I don't know. You at least get time with uh, Karen Allen <laughs> in that one. I don't. I just don't like how her character is presented in the entire entirety of Crystal Skull because she and Indy have this obviously have this falling out, and then it's like as soon as they're back together, it's like she's just like, oh, I can't believe how wonderful Indiana Jones is. And it's <laughs> like, well, no, you should have a history of him being a complete piece of shit. Like, yeah, they they kind of write her almost like she just has no short term memory in Crystal Skull, <laughs> and and, and yeah, here she is. It, it was more grounded. Um, yeah, I mean, in this, it's like, uh, it's a little more believable that she would be ready to like take him back. Of like, yes, that's exactly, exactly. Uh, um, even though you don't really see it in the like much in the movie of her. Um, well, so but I guess you... it's, I guess it's kind of positing because it's the same in Raiders where like she hates him, but it's like, but she still like can't resist his charms. So, like, <laughs> um, and still like, still obviously loves him even though she hates him and like i think it's just like oh like she can't quit this guy <laughs> <laughs> and he can't quit her speaking of yeah. which uh what do you think happens when they grab that fedora at the end what do you think is going on <laughs> pull the hat <laughs> off the uh the clothesline uh yeah ruby i mean really felt like uh they're in the bedroom and and, and uh, marion's like uh indy why don't you put the hat on <laughs> <laughs> 
get the whip. That really gets her going. Marion, get the whip. <laughs> uh, or it's, it, but it's very funny because for the audience, it's almost like, oh, like Marion wants to get fucked by Indiana Jones <laughs> in the way, like you'd hire like an escort to dress up as Indiana Jones and like have sex with like, she needs all it's role the playing. little props. And, she needs like, all the role playing parts. Yeah, yeah it's like, not, it's not just the person. It's just like that. It's a, I, uh, I, uh, I, it made me laugh. It's, it's a little cutesy. I wouldn't mind it just ending without grabbing it, but it's, I don't know. It's fun. Indy grabbing the hat, like whatever at this point, like it I, ending is what it is. It is. I, um, I, it's funny. The, uh, the I don't know I can't remember what the the technical term for it is but it's where the the vignette out or in on the on the, the fade out on the hat or whatever where it just focuses in it's all what is it called where it's all black around like uh oh the, like the iris or like the iris the, yeah um, I, I was like oh they got some George Lucas visuals going or some George yeah, Lucas I, transition I, cuts <laughs> in this movie <laughs> at least at least that's got some of his stink on it so. Yeah. No, no wipes in this though. I was surprised. No weird, yeah. strange white <laughs> transitions. So this did the map where uh, <laughs> the red line bouncing did, around. Did they, they don't do it though, right? I think they did. I think when they goes to is it when it goes to Morocco? Morocco? They do it at least once. I think maybe when they're on the boat. And I have to double. I have to double check. No, that, you're so right. I'm... It's on the boat because they show them going yeah. across the Mediterranean. That's what. Yeah, you're right because that made me laugh because they're in this little junker boat. Yeah. Getting away from uh, Antonio Banderas' ship, which has got the Nazis on it. And um, it just made me laugh because it's like Mad Mickelson. It's like a cartoon, actually, because it's like Mad Mickelson. He's got his binoculars up and goes, oh, they're going they're going west. They're not yeah. going yeah. south. And he's yeah. like watching them. Literally, Indy should see them across the horizon the whole time they're going across the Yeah, <laughs> It's like, all right. And it just seemed like they're going way too far. They don't make any stops. And I'm like, there's no fucking way that boat had enough fuel. You could get to for them to go like 300 nautical miles across the Mediterranean. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> that made me laugh. Yeah, that's kind of stuff. I don't I don't. It's funny to to think about, but I don't mind because it's just like the movie stuff of like, they're just moving well, the, just, and moving along, moving along. Like, yeah, I don't need like 40 minutes of travel logistics like let's just get to the next fun scene like yeah, I know, that's, yeah. indiana I'm a, jones like, I'm a, I'm but it is fun that. to like nitpick um some of that stuff of, like and it made me laugh that when they the kid when they're when uh uh voler's like team is, that guy well he murders that guy and then when voler's team is uh is disembarking from the boat the kid just happens to walk right by and then voler's just yeah. sitting there hanging out watching all of his guys do shit and it's like what yeah. really made me laugh with that kid when we first meet him, he's in this bar in like Morocco yes. and pretending to like fly a plane. And there's some like pilot in there. It's like a Pan Am um, pilot or something. Yeah, yeah. Who's like telling him, like talking to him. They're like, here's what you do now. It's like, oh, gee, I wonder if this kid's going to fly a plane later. <laughs> yeah. I, when you said that, I was like, oh, that's a good point. They laid it on pretty thick. Uh, and he's like, okay, now do I use the flaps? And then the guy's like, yeah. a drunk pilot's explaining to him how to fly an airplane. And I'm like, Thankfully, a uh, uh, drunk Spanish man later later wakes up and helps him Makes to it, land. Can the get plane. him back. And like, that, yeah, and you had a great point. Like that guy's really uh, pretty nonplussed by this whole uh, situation. Of, yeah, like he's mad this kid's flying his plane. But other than that, it's just like, can you imagine? Like one, you're waking up in the back of an airplane that's on a small hangar in Spain, which is already or Italy, which is already weird. Um, yeah. And then you wake up in the middle of a lightning storm. 
before being while a kid's flying your airplane and then you end up in ancient Rome and the guy is just like looking around like mm, like like at the end of it when they're landed it's like doesn't phase him yeah like guy doesn't seem weirded out at all he's not freaking out and it's like all right cool yeah I feel like uh, I, would, I would I would probably have a panic attack if, I, if something yeah, like that yeah. happened to me I would be like hyperventilating and freaking out <laughs> uh there, there. But yeah, I enjoyed it overall. Um, it was fun. So I'm glad we have another indie movie. Um, I don't know if you could cut out like all the New York stuff. I'm curious how it would play. I, I kept thinking um, Helena was going to be somebody else's kid. And that would have stopped you from having to have such a dramatic percent. Not dramatic, that's not the right word. So much um, story and exposition around her character. But hmm. I don't know if you I don't know if there's another character you could attach her to that would that would work. Yeah, I mean I guess Sala. Um Sala maybe, but I'm like then uh it yeah. I I, I had a hard time with that. I kept thinking it'd be like Marcus Brody's kid or Oh, that'd be great been... if Marcus Brody had like kids scattered across the globe. Like he's yeah. like he was secretly like on all these things, just out banging women all over yeah. the all over the world and like secretly a huge playboy that we just didn't know about <laughs> uh it's, i mean that's that i kept thinking that and i tried not to look too closely because i didn't want it to be ruined so i'm like i don't want to go look and see who what characters names were shaw because i couldn't remember any her last names were shaw yeah in the original movies, yeah it's but... interesting to make her um the daughter of a brand new character yeah that's kind of um it, it 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 um it requires a lot of exposition but you're right like the new york stuff i think could have been like they didn't need the chase in the middle of the Apollo astronauts. Uh, yeah, parade. like that stuff is like, what's the point of this? Like, well, no, and it goes back to the whole thing of like, um, Boyd Holbrook and that giant German guy are chasing Indy, and in and in, in the middle of New York, in the middle of this parade, they're having a showdown, and these guys are supposed to be all about being discreet and like they're on their own secret mission. And I was like, I just don't yeah, buy that I this just... would have flown. That's all. It's, yeah, it's, and it's like I don't like I know they're trying to like ground it in the world of like 1969. It's like I don't care that much about it being no. 1969. Like no, and it's yeah. I I, I wish we had, I wish they had they had done less there. And yeah, I liked seeing um him at the old JFK terminal in New York. I <laughs> but like seeing his shitty life in his shitty apartment and seeing Salah's shitty life in his shitty apartment. I'm like and the I just yeah, it's just yeah, it's being a cabbie like, in New York. I'm like, God, this sucks. I liked that they they said that Indy helped get him out during the war, helped get him and his family out. I was like, that's kind of a cool backstory touch, yeah, of something. But like, I wish he had come and like worked at like a, mu- a museum in New York or something. Yeah. And like, he could still be driving a cab now, and just be like, oh, he retired. But like, you know, Sal is kind of a people person. He loves driving the cab and talking to people and kind of like gives them like tours of New York, like impromptu because he's such a great cab driver. So I don't like make it more of a positive spin on what this is. Like, yeah, it just, I, I hated seeing all of these powerful, interesting, diverse characters all seeming like they're barely eking their lives out in New York. Yeah. I mean, like, I get like age a- comes for all of us and that's like probably a more realistic depiction, but like, not coming to Indiana Jones for realistic depictions of <laughs> no, I just want them to be happy. Like I want all of them to be comfortable and and yeah, yeah like I don't need to 
I don't need all of this of them them having just hard lives. It, I, I think that 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 detracted a lot for me in the beginning. Yeah, and I don't even really know what it adds to it. It, it doesn't. It just it, it's like, just a way. For, it's almost like a way for Sala to get to New York to to still have a. It felt like they needed to have a way to stitch the old indie stuff in, and that was like the most logical, easy way to do it. And like they're trying to give his character an emotional arch, and it's just, I we don't need that. Like, he, does he? He doesn't really have an arc in Raiders. Like he's just Indiana Jones. Like James yeah. Bond. Well, I guess not. <laughs> maybe recently different, but doesn't have a character arc. And I guess that's just where like these movies are at now of modern blockbusters where they're shot of like, but they can just be fun. Like it doesn't need, I don't think need to people, learn something. I don't think people know how to make those movies anymore. That's where I think that's, that's the Spielberg magic to me is, is, is he had a good time and I think he enjoyed making these. And I think that spirit for whatever reason doesn't translate into modern movies or at least people can't recapture it and yeah you know, and, and, and again stakes, it's like, but there doesn't have to be a big arc for the character to your point like we're comparing it to raiders of the lost Ark, like one of the, the all-time great like action adventure movies and then comparing it to movies directed by steven spielberg one of the greatest directors of all time it's like yeah i guess you're probably not going to be as good of <laughs> Well, uh, it, it won't, but I, I do think you're right. Like, it's not just a Spielberg thing of, of I can have these, we can have these fun adventure movies. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be so serious. It can, it can, it can yeah. just be what you get, what you see is what you get to some extent. And I think, yeah, it, what I simple. miss in this is like the Spielberg, he's like, there's four or five, like little clever touches in every scene um that like this kind of just doesn't quite always have of um it's like oh that was kind of fun but like oh like in a spielberg 1983 movie you would have had like two more things in that scene that would have been interesting and you'd like yeah i uh yeah it's uh mangle does a good job with this i think um of, of, of having to pick up after spielberg I'd say he does a pretty damn good job. I, 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 I yeah, I'm yeah, not, I I'm mean, not envious of having that position. Directing is generally is fine. It is like, yeah, but it's you're setting a high bar. You're setting a high bar, and maybe, maybe for a, a franchise that, um, you don't. I don't think anybody's gonna win coming on the heels of, of Spielberg. Yeah, well, that's so are. on the rewatchables. They'll do like who won the movie, and I was like, I actually think Steven Spielberg won this movie because. <laughs> It's like, yeah, man, he did an awesome job. Like, hell of a director, that Steven Spielberg. Like, you kind of notice he's gone. You do. I, I, I still think this is this is a well... And that's not a criticism of Mangold. It's yeah. just, like, yeah. It's like, sorry, you're not Steven Spielberg. None of us are. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, Yeah. I, I, and I, I actually haven't listened to any of the podcast on this one yet. I mean, I'm, I'm curious what other, other, other people are saying. I don't think... Um, well... Bill Simmons podcast was sponsored by uh Dal Destiny, so I doubt he's gonna yeah, come out pretty hard against it no matter what he does. But uh yeah. um I have I haven't listened to the Gorley Rust and Myra um Indiana Jonesing episode on um, this. They, they were pretty out? split on it, actually. So that was in, I thought that was interesting. 
yeah, you and I weren't really that split. I think other than just the ending of I, I me being okay with the idea that he could stay in the past. And, yeah, and, yeah, it's probably our biggest. But I, I think from us talking, like I think this is kind of both what we were both expecting. Yeah. And so it was like, yeah, I was expecting it was going to be too long. They made his life depressing, and I didn't like that. But it was still a fun indie adventure. So that's kind of what I was signing up for. Yeah, yeah, I, I wasn't disappointed uh, at all by this. I, and I, I did go into it with low expectations, but I, I truly hope this thing can actually pull back some money. I, it, for what they give us here, it doesn't, it shouldn't be deemed a flop. I, th- I just think it's, it's a product of. Again, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the Jason Voorhees theory here, and, and I'm gonna blame uh, Crystal Skull for any, any, any lack that of people were kind of like, yeah, didn't have a lot of faith they were gonna. Yeah, and and no Spielberg and no Lucas and you know Ford being eighty to your point, there's there's a whole generation, a couple generations now of kids that just it, that he doesn't bear relevance. Um, yeah, on, on stuff they've seen. So I and I, I think to your point, when I go to the movies as a forty year old, I'm not going to see forty year old or older plus people problems. I want to I want to see some escapism. <laughs> Don't or, me. Well, I mean, no, I mean, I, I like. <laughs> I just don't want I, I will go see like a drama about like like what it's like to get old or something like I'll go see, like I, I mean I will watch that stuff but like I don't want it in my Indiana Jones movie like yeah yeah so where would you where would you rank this or like what, what was your rating for this um I had it at a 3.5 out of five uh dead colleagues <laughs> which there were at least three to 3.5 dead colleagues in this um, uh, so i think i think that's the same as i write it rated crystal skull and to me I, I i guess i just like crystal skull more than a number of people or like or i like this more than people than i've heard some people so i had this kind of on the same level as crystal skull um i was going through movies blockbuster movies that have come out from 2008 until around now and trying to gauge like where i would place it in that spectrum because I thought that a little more fair than comparing it to like Last Crusade. Um, yeah. And I really struggled. I was like, oh, I'm going to need more time and like where to watch this. But I was like, OK, like I think it was better. I think I liked it more than Star Trek Into Darkness. Um, or And then so I was trying to compare it to like movies of around that. I was like, I don't know. I probably need more time and to see it again. And <laughs> I mean, it, it may not really have any good parallels um, for modern movies. It's such a struggle because it's still Harrison Ford's Indiana Jones, and that like goes so far for me. Well, so it's like, um, how do you compare it to like Fast Six? Like, I don't, I don't know. Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. Is you can't because you've got all these movies that are really from inception, designed to be blockbuster franchises, and the whole Marvel universe. You know, all of that. I just I don't think um it's got any good parallel, modern parallels. Um and it, I think that's, yeah, a, that's it's a compliment. Kind of unprecedented to have a sequel with the same actor. It's like but fuck, I mean, 52 think. years after the original. Yeah, I was trying to or 42? 42. 42. So, 42. Yeah, I was trying sorry. to think. I was like, I was like, we're not Halloween. that old yet. Um I was, I was oh, trying to do the right. Map. You're right. That is probably Halloween. the precedent. <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess that yeah, I, I I guess that's probably the closest. But even that's kind of a reboot of the same story, uh, in in essence. So it's hard. I I don't. 
this again to me speaks to a problem in Hollywood. If there's so much stuff that's franchised and IP focused now that you don't get a lot of original, interesting new ideas. Like it's a little scary to me that all the stuff I liked as a kid is still keep getting derivatives of that as adults. I'm like that's not a good sign for for creativity. Yeah, I, I, it's, when I was like taking the kids to go see this and talking Mission Impossible, I was like, I don't know. Like I feel like something is wrong here. <laughs> that like <laughs> I'm taking them to see all like. Yeah, and then you talk about like we're getting our like seventh Mission Impossible movie, and it's like God, I, this seems I don't know, I, it's something's yeah. And well, I not- wonder if that's why this also didn't do as well, box. I wonder if you're getting diminishing returns from that. People want are looking for fresh ideas and not the stuff they've already seen, and are getting a little tired of just churning out sequel after sequel. And if it maybe it's time to, it could be. I mean, that, that that's actually we're like- due for a kind of something new well yeah, right, i was, right I was thinking about these like, oh i wonder if we're due for like a 70s revolution of like new hollywood kind of thing and i was like oh is like, the problem with that is i don't see how the studios are owned and run now no i just don't that see that ever being possible no i don't think so either because yeah everything has to be bankable on some level before you actually like, even make I like, but money talks so if stuff like if you get a couple of young filmmakers making original stuff that's making money, like they're going to chase the money. So I, I guess that's like, <laughs> they, they will. I mean, I just, but to your point, like, I think what's going to have to take is it's going to have to take audiences just getting to a, a saturation point. I think we're close to, it. I actually am excited for it that we're close to it, but a saturation point with these, franchises where people are just tired yeah, of seeing it, it. It seems like we are at like the DC universe is completely in disarray right now. And I and, and I'm actually kind of glad like yeah. It, like that's burning down want, and <laughs> yeah I don't want to see superhero movies anymore. Like I I'm I'm tired of that's all that's coming out. And like fuck they're doing a blue beetle movie and i'm like i was super into comic books and i'm like i don't know who the fuck that character is that's like, what i'm wondering too it seems like it's maybe swinging back to when we were kids and like, it was like oh like you get a superman movie a batman movie a spider-man movie yeah and like those are still bankable yep to have a hundred million dollar opening weekend to like make money but we've kind of hit saturation point on these lesser known they're like heroes. their tertiary characters now that like yeah nobody's even around. so I, I just um i hope i hope we see a shift here in the near term on away from that stuff because it's just i don't know it's i i get i guess i'll i'll, I'll sit here here's my soapbox i'm getting tired of is i'm getting tired of like i'll drive around like when i was a kid i felt like star wars was like was, was super special not everybody was into it and it was a great it was a really well-made three movie run that re- hadn't really been touched and now i'm like i get frustrated was because it's ip people just they want to keep churning shit out on it and it's like i go around and people have these fucking stupid star wars bumper stickers on their car and there's <laughs> 19 shows for star wars on disney plus not all of them are that good like i watched the obi-wan kenobi one it wasn't that good and i like you and mcgregor but it just yeah. wasn't that good and i just it's a, yeah, it's just overload of content. It's just diminishing. It's your and point. It's just diminishing returns, it's, and then it's somebody who doesn't give a shit about this stuff making the decision because they can crank more money out of it. You know, yeah. I, it just kind of that kind of sucks. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, and I don't know. There, I feel it's always been about the money, 
but there was a an artistic sensibility that still yeah. existed within um and now it's just like the push or nonstop content to keep ever growing um <clears throat> whereas right. even before like the 70s hollywood revolution like like the studios that have like like oh they're big like tentpole summer movie and like and they oh we're also making like these like lesser movies to play on like, like a double feature and like and, and now it's like we just need non-stop tentpole movies and yeah. we need ever the like, growth and like we're gonna keep pushing and demand like you need to go to the movies every single day so we can release a new tentpole every day and like that's what our goal is to ever non-stop growth uh, and not just oh we have a good viable business here and like, let's keep trying to put out stuff audiences want to see and that might mean we're making choices to be fun and popular whereas now it's like, like every choice has to be like economic growth like for the business uh, it, it is and i maybe that's what netflix should be and doing it's, different. it's not unique to the movie industry either so that's a problem no, it's not. Um, that's the kind of the stock, uh, uh, a microcosm of what the stock market is writ large. Yeah. But uh, I, I maybe that's what Netflix should do instead of trying to make these tentpole movies for streaming. Just just focus on making interesting indie movies and you know stuff that's lower, and just see lower if you budget. Can keep, yeah. But but that that's at least a, a niche you can build that you don't have to compete with other people on IP for. Yeah, um, and it, everything's like oh, we need to announce at the shareholder meeting something that's gonna like satisfy that yeah. or like goose the stock price like so like okay like oh three years from now new indie movie coming so like yeah like we're <laughs> yeah it's i don't know it, it's it's depressing because i you need the money to to make these things but then uh, conversely it's also what's crippling about the or stifling the, the creativity of the of the industry uh you know it's yeah, just man. It i don't think we're gonna solve it <laughs> but i can't uh, believe no, we went this long on it. dial of we're destiny <laughs> yeah um, uh, so we're doing Raiders next and last. Um, yeah, and I'm not sure. I know we both really like thinking that's going to be a long one. So I could see. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know if we'll keep. I hope we can, but I don't know if we'll keep the schedule or not of getting to release it a week after this drops. Just yeah, we'll see. We'll see what we do. But don't, I guess if you're uh, waiting on it, don't be shocked if that one takes. Uh, <laughs> A we're little longer to come out. I think we're, we're gonna, uh we're gonna host it on YouTube and just do it live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of thinking that it could be several hours of us and uh want to make sure we give it its its due. Yeah, we're gonna have to start early because my wife is like, uh, you're not gonna talk for three hours like you did on Last Crusade already. <laughs> <I'm> like, <"Yeah, laughs> it might yeah, be might be no four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll try. I'll try not to, but um no, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. I know schedule wise is gonna be tough for me, but um at least for this next week, but uh it's i'm excited to talk about i'm a little i'm happy we, we're going to talk about that one last i do think it's, it feels like we're saving the best for last yeah um, yeah that will be a fun capper to yeah but uh but if anybody listens to this and they haven't i hope well if you've listened this far and you haven't watched this movie then there's probably something wrong <laughs> you. you're making odd choices with your life <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, I i i want this to do well i, I hope it i hope it does okay i hope i hope I'd love to have seen Ford go out on a high note. And I think, you know, generally speaking, this, this movie doesn't let you down. And you, if you can look past some of the, the oddball stuff, it's, it's, I think it's, it's pretty good. It's a good, it's a good entry for the Indiana Jones series. Yeah. I just, 
I, I guess I just love Indiana Jones. So any complaints are kind of don't care. I'm still happy we have it. <laughs> yeah, fair. I um, yeah, I, I should have said my ranking for this was three out of five Lashifs. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. All right. So I will. Uh, I will catch you next week, and we will. We will be. Uh. Uh. Hitting. Well, hopefully next week, and we will be covering yeah. uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Greatest movie ever not made. Indiana Jones and in, in the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, although that's the way it, it's presented like that Disney on Disney Plus. That's yes, it how is. they show it. And like, talk yeah. about, we can talk about. I'll be one of those insufferable pieces of shit that talks about right. that next week. <laughs> All right.